Hey everybody, welcome to Wings with Friends, a very special fantasy football draft episode. I'm your host, Mary Upchurch, and I'm so excited to be here. This isn't like a normal Wings with Friends because my whole work team, or most of us, we get together every year at Buffalo Wild Wings to do the fantasy football draft. Um, I don't draft anymore. I like to just hang out and drink and eat wings. You drink the drafts? I drink the drafts. <laughs> you guys will draft them and I'll drink them. Just kidding. Not kidding. This is my second beer. Might be an Uber night. I don't know. We'll see. Well, um, I had envisioned this as doing a round robin with the different people who are here tonight. And I grabbed my first guest. His name is Brett Strong. What's up, everybody? Hey. Brett Strong, really interesting person. Uh, tell me a little bit about yourself. Who the heck are you? Uh, what do you want to know? Well, I'm going to say this. You're my boss. That sounds weird. That does sound weird. But <laughs> it's it's Friday night, so I'm not your boss. Not your boss. Um, Brett, you are uh, a veteran. Mm-hmm. You are. You were a financial advisor. I was. You are a dad and a yes. husband. Mm -hmm. You have two kids. And an elite CrossFit athlete. <laughs> oh, that's going too far. It, it's true. Self-proclaimed. Self. I'm the most fit person on my street, at least. <laughs> you live in Gilbert. I'm not saying much. Mm, true. I'm just joking. You did build like a gym in your garage. I did. Yeah. This year, I started to work out in my garage. And I kind of got uh, addicted to it. And I, I joke a couple weeks ago because I told my wife, because I've got really obsessed with CrossFit. So I started doing it in January. and it's uh, With CrossFit? Yep. And it's August now for our listeners. And I've become more and more bro-ish over the course of the year. And I didn't realize until about a month ago that I feel like I accidentally became like full-on bro. Full-on bro. And I didn't mean to, but I think I'm just going to own it because that's where I'm at now. <laughs> Well, well, you know, not to be weird or anything, but I see you in a t-shirt and I'm like, oh, wow, you, you, you are kind of ripped right now. <laughs> um, I'm in a t-shirt too, and there's just different things showing that don't normally show. Um, so, Brett, you're available right now to be my first guest because everybody else is drafting. You're not going to participate in the fantasy football draft? No, I'll be honest, I don't really watch sports. I used to, um, and I just can't get into it anymore. I respect that. I have kind of a, I don't know if it's, I kind of have almost a negative view of how uh, like professional athletes are viewed, where they get paid millions of dollars to play a sport, but they're idolized. So I have trouble following them. Okay. I can see that. I yeah. can see that. I respect that. And then also as a dad, I just don't have the time to watch football. I think I watched one game last year. How old are your kids? Because they probably keep you busy. Yep. They're four and two. So Aww. they go, go, go. Yeah, no, I get that. And the funny thing is, this isn't a sports podcast. <laughs> I just thought I would leverage, um, you know. The fact we're, that we're at a wings place? Yeah, and I've never done an episode, like, on the go. So I wanted to give it a shot, and the folks at Buffalo Wildings were nice enough to let me podcast. But it's not like I was going to bug them. I didn't even ask them for free wings, but I should. Ooh, we totally should. I mean, Once you're I get giving some followers. Them a pretty big shout-out. Yeah, um, I'll tell you. So you didn't have, you haven't eaten yet. You haven't had any wings. You, you told me, I'm, I'm going against everything I believe in here, but yeah. you're not a big wing fan. I'm not a big wing fan. Oh. So the big reason is I'm a massive meat eater. So, and you know that. You've seen what there's I There's that bro charm coming I, through. Exactly. I love meat. So when it comes to wings, there's literally just not enough meat on the bone to satisfy me. And you'd have to order 100 
yeah. for me to get full. And I don't want to do all that work. I'd rather just have a big old piece of like pulled pork or brisket mm. and just eat that because that's easy compared to doing all the all the chewing of the bone. I'm also a germaphobe. Okay. So I don't like touching a lot of my food. So the yeah. fact that like at a restaurant, I got to get all in it, like that's nasty. Like that's how you even get sick from like nasty You're people. so weird and complex, but I get it though. I get it. For a long time, I had a problem with wings too because I didn't like meat on the bone. Mm-hmm. Kendra just said that she got hers boneless. Um, but and that's like a glorified chicken nugget. Like I'd be down with that. Then I just want to dip it in some honey. Right. And you just give me some Tyson. I can just go raid my kids' chicken nuggets. <laughs> and eat them. Kids love their chicken nuggets, don't they? Um, I think it was the social aspect of wings that really drew me to them. Okay. And then all the varieties. And then what I started to uncover was that people had really strong feelings about wings. Like, you know, I like them dry. I like them wet. I like ranch. I don't like ranch. I only eat the flats. I only eat the wings. So I was like, hey, that's something worth exploring. And if if it gets uh, people to come sit down with me and hang out, like, it's just an excuse to get people to talk to me. There you go. <laughs> it's working, right? <laughs> yeah. You can lure me into almost anything with free food. Yeah, exactly. Um, this is nice because next week you'll be sitting down and talking to me <laughs> when we do a review or a meeting. And a... So I'm going to enjoy the power spot for just a little while. Please do. So tell me about, though, um, did you tell me, oh, you told me why you don't eat wings. You don't like the bone and you're a germaphobe. Yep. Did something happen to you? Like, who hurt you? No, I think, I don't know why. I think I think it just really comes down to, like, with wings. I'm like, it's just too much work for a little bit of meat. Like, I'd rather just get a big old burger and be able to, like, demolish that in, like, three minutes than have to spend, like, 25 minutes eating wings. Yeah, that's true. Um, fantastic. So, I, you know, here's one part about you that I don't know a lot about. You you were in Afghanistan mm-hmm. or Iraq. Tell me about that. Afghanistan. I was in Afghanistan for nine months as a civil affairs team leader. So basically my job was to work with the local populace. So anywhere from, like, a local village elder to the equivalent of, like, a, a state governor. And wow. bring uh, development to the region. So our goal was to link... Uh, villages to like a district center so think if like a county had like a marketplace in the United States and then a, the district center to the equivalent of state capitals did you get picked for that because you have like good people skills or like how did you get that MOS is that what it's called that's right ah, on I I'm like a military it brat. Very good. Uh, a little bit of, uh, of luck and then background I was a high school teacher at the time that's the other thing I was like oh the man of many uh of many trades. The man who can't figure out what he wants to do with his life. <laughs> I think you found it. Yeah. Um, so education was one of the things that we worked in, but I also just happened to be able to, to join the unit when they had a slot and get lucky enough to get sent to uh, the school early uh, and then get on a deployment before Afghanistan wo- uh, wound down. You know what I like about that? Um, a lot of times we talk about the war, we talk about overseas. Um, I think people forget about the like the work our troops are doing to, and correct me where I'm wrong, establish a foundation and an infrastructure in those places. Like it sounds like that's what that job was kind of about. Yeah, definitely. There's a. I think people look at the defense budget and they say it's huge. I mean it is, but it all doesn't just go to to weapon systems. Part of it pays the GI Bill. Part of it pays veterans benefits, and then part of it pays billions of dollars of infrastructure dollars in Iraq and Afghanistan. Wow, that's that's nice. It's good to know. Did you use your GI Bill? I have not. Are you able to transfer it maybe to your children? I will have been out of service too long oh. for school. It's okay. 10 years from separation of service, so oh. my kids are too young. 
Okay, that's fine. You're going to make a lot of money uh, in your lifetime, though. You'll just save. I know some people can help you save for that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's fantastic. Anything like... So you're working on education and, ooh, what's that? Something's happening at Buffalo Wild Wings. Is that a train coming through? The buffaloes oh, are hurting the, on the TV. The There's buffalo a buffalo run. run. What's that? Dang. Oh, wow. Do we all do the wave? Have a wild birthday. Oh, it's somebody's birthday from everybody at Buffalo Wild we Wings. We should tell them it's Jeff's birthday. Yeah, we should. <laughs> That's kind of neat. It was, like, really loud and thunderous. What I wanted to know, like, was it always chill and calm in Afghanistan working with people? Did anything crazy ever happen to you? Yeah, I, I luckily had a pretty good deployment uh, compared to if there's any veterans listening. Mine was uh, on the relaxing side for the most part. Not to say we didn't get a shot at or anything like that. But I got to work with the, the Norwegians, Latvians, and Swedes. Oh, wow. And the way that they treat deployment, we called it, like, you know, European summer camp. Really? So they would wear, uh, on the base, if they weren't on a mission, they'd have uh, sandals on in their <laughs> combat uniform. So I thought that was... Oh, sweet. Yeah, so we're like, oh, cool combat sandals. And they'd have, like, uh, true cargo pants where they'd cut their, their, their combat pants off short <laughs> and wear them. Um, so that was kind of interesting. We, we, so we, uh, so this is make it sound really spoiled. It wasn't as spoiled as it sounds, but it probably is. Spoiled? So, yeah, for the deployment. We had a, the, the Norwegians had a, they built an indoor soccer field. So it was, oh. it was indoor size, but it was outdoors. So I, I grew up playing soccer. I played it for like 18 years. It's my favorite sport to play. Oh. So I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. I can play with like the Europeans, and they, and they were really good. So um, near the end of uh, when we got this one base, we were playing a bunch. Of, we were playing soccer, and uh, you could sign up for the field for a certain time. So the Afghan interpreters signed up, and they came over and they kicked all the Europeans off. Uh-huh. And a lot of the European nations, they they treated the Afghans pretty crappy. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But we, I worked with them on a regular basis, and always treated them well because a lot of them were interpreters. So they're like, "Oh no, like you guys can play, you guys can stay." So they're like, "All right, how do you want to play?" And they looked at us with a shy grin on their face, and they're like, "How about Afghanistan versus America?" Oh. And I was like, okay. I'm like, they don't think we know how to play soccer. And my one of my sergeants played in college, and then we had three other people who were just athletic. So we're like, all right, like we're playing. So within 10 minutes, we were just crushing them. Really? And they were pretty amazed. And then they became typical of what we would see on patrol as we would work with them, where they started to get angry. So they started <laughs> to try to just do things on their own, which never worked out. And then when they couldn't do things on their own, they started yelling at each other. And after they started yelling at each other, they started taking the ball from each other and pushing each other. <laughs> Children? Yes. So, Who were the Afghanis? Yes, they were a bunch of interpreters. So it was very similar for, I thought, how we, uh, we worked with them uh, when they weren't able to get things done. But so we beat them real bad, like 15 yeah. or 20 to nothing after playing for like 30 minutes. So we felt pretty cocky at that point. So we were like, you know what, tomorrow, we're gonna pay, we're gonna play the Latvians. So let me let me tell you a little bit about this. I don't consider myself a small person. So for our listeners, I'm five nine. Oh, in stature. In stature, yeah. But I but I weigh about two oh five. So I never consider myself a small person. Around the Norwegians and the Latvians, I felt like the smallest human being the entire time because I don't think big? I didn't think anybody was below six foot, and I don't think anybody weighed less than two twenty. Dang. Yeah, and apparently in Nor in Latvia. Were they single? Uh, probably a lot of them, but I don't know if you want to date them. But apparently in Latvian culture, too, steroids are socially acceptable. So we had an APO so that we could get American mail. 
So the Latvians through Amazon. Yeah, thank you. Would order steroids or some like crazy <laughs> supplement, and before the Amazon shipment came, they get all angry, then they get their steroid, they'd be happy, but the gym smelled real bad. The what? The gym smelled real bad because of them. Oh my gosh, this is amazing. So, <laughs> so back to the soccer story. So we're feeling real cocky because we just beat the crap out of the Afghans. So I go over to uh, one of the Latvian uh, company commanders who I knew, and I was like, hey, you want to play soccer against you guys? We're challenging you. And a bunch of lieutenants were in there, and they're like, yeah? We're like, yeah, Latvia versus America tomorrow at 3 o'clock. And they're all excited. So the next day... You guys had, like, your mini World Cup. We, we did. <laughs> Latvia we did. versus America. <laughs> so, so we show up the next day, and it's me and my four other guys. Well, about 30 Latvians come out. <laughs> and they all line up and start warming up. And, again, I feel like a small human being. <laughs> and then we start playing with about 25 watching, and we just got our faces crushed. <laughs> and they were subbing in and out. We had nobody to sub. They were in amazing shape. They were really good. Finally, after about 25 minutes, we scored a goal, and they all started cheering for us, I think, out of pity. And then once 4 o'clock hit and the defect opened, and then you could go eat, everybody, like, on cue, just left, all the Latvians, to go eat food, probably because they were hungry from lifting <laughs> their steroids. <laughs> So we got a, just like we handed it to the Afghans, they handed it back to us. Yeah, it comes back, down, comes back around. Oh, that's a good story, Brett. I like that. Were you guys all cool at the end of it? Or with was the there... With the Latvians? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think one cool thing with working with them was there's just a, a common courtesy as general ambassadors for the country. Mm -hmm. I know we did some, some things that kind of pissed them off. They did things that kind of pissed us off. But we overall, I think... Just understood we we had a cool privilege of getting to work with uh, a foreign nation in a, yeah. in a foreign country so it's I cool like that. oh that is really cool okay before we wrap up i i have heard this story like a little bit here and there and i i thought it'd be really good to like i want to hear the story something about you was there a warrant out for you in afghanistan were you like public enemy number one? what was that about yeah so we uh one of the infrastructure projects we were doing was to build a, a bridge to connect this uh this village to the district center so that way they could get more more commerce and more business so we we agreed to build it my team was in charge of making sure it was gonna get built so so we went out to the bridge and uh we got shot at at the bridge, but the nice thing was we were in our we were in our armored vehicles, so it was it was fun because I was in like a twenty thousand pound vehicle, knew nothing was going to happen. Um, it's fun adrenaline rush. Finish the firefight, get out of the area, check out the the vehicle. It's got like bullet holes like on the driver's side or the passenger side door. I sit, you could see it took shrapnel, but unless they put like a mortar around right through the turret, nothing was going to happen. So it, even though we got shot at, it wasn't a huge deal because we were in the vehicle. So we go back to the Afghans and we tell them, hey, we're going to build this bridge, but you all need to get security put in place. Like, there's no way this bridge can get built. So they said, okay, okay, okay. So they said, we're put, the, uh, we're put the security in place, but we need you to, uh, to provide security, do a clearing operation, provide us with the barriers, the HESCOs to build, the fuel, also a front loader, and, and the, but yeah, we're, we're do it all ourselves. So we're like, uh, no, you guys got to like do it all yourself, and we need it done in three months because if not, we can't start in time, and then we can't finish it because of winter. So we're like, oh, yeah, 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 we'll do it, but uh, can you give us all this stuff? And we're like, no. So after, uh, after a couple months go by, we get to the deadline, and we reminded them. So um, we're not going to build a bridge. So I went and I told the, uh, the, uh, the Latvian commander, who at that time was a, a full-board colonel, 
And I was like, hey, we're not going to build a bridge. Like, are you guys going to let the Afghans know? And they were scared to call the Afghans. So I was a, I was a lieutenant at the time. And I'm like, I don't care. Like, give me the, give me the damn phone. So I go over to uh, one of our interpreters because we're calling the, the, or the equivalent of a, of a governor of the United States. And I was like, hey, my name's Lieutenant Strong. I want to let you know we're not going to build this bridge. We told you that you need to have this, this, and this in place, and it's not there, so we're not going to build it. So he starts saying through the interpreter on the phone, I'm going to bring you to justice. I'm going to bring you to justice in front of the Afghan people, oh in front of the United Nations, <laughs> and in front of the, the U.S. Army. And I was like, well, that's great. My name's Lieutenant Brett Strong, <laughs> and I'm not going to build your bridge. So he starts yelling at me again about all this, and I was like, just tell him we're not going to build it. So the, the interpreter goes, he hung up on you. I was like, oh, uh -oh. I'm like, call him back and tell him we got disconnected. So we call him back, and he's like, Brett, I, think I can he's understand playing chicken, kind of like, I'm Brett, you know, if you want to do that. I can understand doing that, like, here, you know, if you get a ticket or something. But in Afghanistan, I don't know if that's a good idea. Yeah, so any listener who's, like, listening either totally gets what I did. I don't or, have any listeners, or, so you're fine. Okay. <laughs> or they're like, this guy's a great example of why we're, we did, we're not winning the war in Afghanistan, especially with his job, because he's pissing off the locals. But when you work with him long enough, you, you get it and you understand it. So, um, so we call him back, tell him the same thing. He's all pissed off. So I, uh, I go and I tell my guys what happened, and they laughed. So uh, I call my boss up, who is this crusty major. He was awesome. And he's like, that's what I'm talking about, LT. Is that crusty major? Yeah. Like those old grizzled. Yeah. Like, exactly. Okay. And he's like, that's what I'm talking about, LT. If you ain't pissing people off, you ain't doing your job. So he was all excited because I was like, am I about to get in trouble? And he was all fired up. So then my, my guys made a bunch of wanted posters and posted them around the base. <laughs> and put it on my door. So it became this running joke that I was wanted. That's hilarious. That's like a pretty significant thing, though. I've never been wanted in this country or another country by anybody, really. So I like that. Um, what a story. Um, well, thank you for your service. No problem. Um, and thanks for that kind of like really specific look, because I think as, as non-military people, if you've never been there, you know, you have one idea, you think something, but like to hear these personal stories, it's like really fascinating. Um, I, you know what, I, I don't think I've ever, I'm not sure if I've ever told anybody this, but the reason why I got into stand-up comedy, one of the things that motivated me was I wanted to do, and I, I'm almost like scared to say it, because um, then it, I might have to try to do it, because oh, I haven't done you, it yet. you need to say it. Yeah, I wanted to do a USO tour. Oh, that would be cool. Yeah, and, and you know, I don't know if that's in the cards for me. I mean, I think I, I need to keep working, keep developing. But um, there were some comics that I really love, like Kathy Griffin and Sarah Tiana, which actually are two ends of the spectrum. Like, Kathy Griffin is super famous. Sarah Tiana is famous, but she's just like a working comedian. She's busting it out. And I heard them talk about when they have gone overseas and, 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 and performed for the troops. And I remember listening, going like, oh, wow, I want to do that, you know? Um, so that's one of the reasons why I got into comedy. I haven't done it yet, but... I might be one step closer because I just said it out loud. There you go. A little scary, though. Like, yeah. I don't, you know, traveling that far. But I think I, I'm not in the military, but I still, you know, that would be my service that, that I can do. You know what I mean? For, for our troops or uh, for whoever. A small, small service. Yeah, but it would be eye-opening, too, for you to just to see that and see how the troops live and the culture. Yeah. 
I, it's a little scary too, but uh, so I just want to share that. Well, thank you so much for being uh, on on the podcast, Brett. Thanks Fred. for having me. Marla. That was fantastic. Even though you didn't even eat any wings. Yeah. Um, uh oh, it's the Rumbles coming back. <laughs> the Buffalo Stampede is coming. Um, There's a lot of birthdays here. I, yeah, people want to have the birthday. Dang. It's kind of like the equivalent of like Chili's or. TGI Fridays when they're like happy, happy birthday. I think it's less obnoxious though. Yeah, it is. Unless you're trying to record a podcast. Um, but we'll be right back with our next guest. Uh, thank you again for being here, Brett. We'll no talk problem. to you soon. Hang on. Hey, everybody. We are back with Wings with Friends, and I've got another guest. I am joined here by the very talented, funny, and mature, and wing loving, bearded Nick White. Hello, everybody. Thanks for having me, Mary. Uh, yeah, I Nick, I had to have you on this podcast. Um, I Nick, I had to have you on this podcast um, because you love wings. I do. You are also the architect of our fantasy football draft at work. Mm -hmm. This is your brainchild. You made this happen, mm -hmm. and you just got done drafting. Yes. So yeah. first, tell me a little bit about wings, like. I remember like 10 years having ago having a conversation with you about wings. Like, what's your deal? I am a bit of a wing connoisseur, yeah, yeah. Ever since I was in uh, high school and discovered them, um, I've been all about them ever since, yeah. So do you, like, um, do you like a wet wing or a dry wing, a smoked wing, a fried wing, baked? Good question. I can appreciate all of them. Um, I think I like a little bit if it's a little bit actually uh, baked falls off the bone or oh. actually and smoked is, yeah. is good too so well baked a little bit and then I like to sear it so crispy on the outside yeah or sometimes they will deep fry them and then and then kind of oh yeah uh, grill them a little bit yeah it's nice but if there's a place that has some smoked wings that falls right off the bone that's my favorite what kind of wings did you have here today uh here at buffalo wild wings my favorite sauce is their spicy garlic how were how were they that was a good sauce good sauce the wings themselves Leave something to be desired. Why? They're a little small. They're known to have broken bones in them already. They uh, don't? Well, I had a friend that would actually sell chicken wings to come to different restaurants and whatnot. Okay, so you know your wings. Yeah, there's different qualities and levels that they sell. And Buffalo Wild Wings gets the lowest quality wings they can. Ooh, I didn't know that. They try to hang their hat on their sauce, but the actual quality of the wing is not as good. They're smaller, broken bones, it's not as good. Dang, I am learning something here. So I did notice my wings. I had salt and vinegar, uh, like the dry powder. I've got a little sample I'm going to take home with it <laughs> of the salt and vinegar rub. I noticed there wasn't enough seasoning. Yes. Did you notice that too? Did you guys have that problem? Yeah, I noticed it, especially in like the past like five years, Buffalo Wild Wings kind of been going downhill. They've been trying to cut costs, maximize profitability, um, and skimping on the sauce. Like if you don't have a good chicken wing itself, and then you're skimping on the sauce... No good. It's, yeah, it's very disappointing, especially for a restaurant with the name Buffalo Wild Wings. It's all you do. Right? I guess there goes our sponsorship. <laughs> <laughs> I still keep coming back, though. You know. Yeah. Um, Once a year, anyways. One problem I've always had with Buffalo Wild Wings is they serve them to you in these paper containers. Yeah. And that makes me mad because they're not cheap. They're not cheap wings. No. And you're putting them in paper. I like a native New Yorker when they put them on uh, mm -hmm. like the pizza pan. Yeah. Or I want them on a plate. Yeah. Something Na like that. Native New York has some really good wings. I, I do really, really like their wings. Theirs aren't very big. Yeah, they're, they're still sm on the smaller side. I don't know exactly how they bake them or not. It doesn't taste completely fried. It's not like baked or, or 
I'm not quite sure, but uh, they've got this like kind of like spicy honey mustard one that I just absolutely crave. That's the one you like at Native? Yeah, yeah. Um, so you had the garlic here. Mm, spicy garlic, yep. Okay, and it was okay. There's was a little something to be desired. Sauce. What's your favorite flavor overall, oh, like all-time wing? Mm, that's, that's a tough one. I love things that are vinegar-based. So that's why I like the spicy garlic. That's really good. Um, against the traditional buffalo flavor itself has a good strong vinegar base mixed with chili peppers and whatnot. Yeah. So that's anything that's got that good vinegar base with it with a little bit of spice to it, I'm, I'm a fan of. I like, okay. So do you do a ranch, a blue cheese? Always ranch. Okay, always ranch. Uh, yeah, there's another thing here at, at, uh, at B-Dubs. The ranches aren't quite as good. It's not bad, but it's not your traditional good. Nick White, not a fan of B-Dubs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, come on, B-Dubs. Especially when that's your name. You need a little bit of that expectation. Yeah. It's okay. I like a strong opinion. You know what I mean? I think that's important. Mm -hmm. um, do you do the veggies? Do you do the celery or the carrots? Sometimes. Sometimes. Just to help make myself feel a little bit healthier. <laughs> <laughs> but more often than not, they go un uneaten. Nice, nice, nice. Uh, we once talked about, like, a fantasy wing mm -hmm. experience. Um, and I, I think ever since you told me this, mm -hmm. it's been in my head. Do you know what I'm talking about? My Little Caesars wings years ago? I don't know. It, was, it had to do with, like, eating by yourself. Yeah. With, like, getting, yeah, uh, yeah. was it a trash bag or a yeah. big towel? Tell yeah. me about that. <laughs> so that was when I discovered them in high school. I loved it. Little Caesars, I discovered that they had this awesome wings that they would actually bake through their, their, through their pizza oven. And they would mix um, Frank's Red Hot Sauce with their crazy bread butter, their, their garlic butter sauce yes. mixed together. So it's that perfect mix of the, the the Frank's Red Hot with that garlic. It was so good. I could drink that the sauce. That sounds really good. I would just get orders and orders of this, and I would just yeah, I'd have my shirt off, have, like, towels around me, all prepare, like, whole get, station. Get it's, set up. Oh, yeah, I'd extra sauce. I'm, like, soaking it in the sauce. It's, like, dripping down my hands and my arms. Were you married to Kendra at this time? No, oh, no. Oh, you are in high school. <laughs> I was, yeah. <laughs> no. Do you, do you ever do this ritual now? No, no, no. You know, a little soon just changed their wing recipe anymore, so oh. it's not quite the same um, anymore as, as it used to be. I also have more self-discipline. and. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm not like, stripping down to my underwear and just saying they're eating wings anymore. I've got responsibilities. Yeah. You have two kids as well. Yeah. How old are they? Uh, so my, my little boy, he's uh, five and a half, and uh, my little girl, she's uh, two and a half. Nice. So cute. They look like mini you and Kendra. They do the chip off a little old block. Yeah. <laughs> Does your boy like wings? He does. It's funny. He goes, he goes, Daddy, I want, I want the chicken with the bone in it. That's what he means. That's like, that's wings. He likes to pretend that they're like dinosaur fossil bones. He likes to like collect them. And then for about cute. an hour, then he forgets about them. And then there's like, I found like old chicken wing bones <laughs> somewhere in the house. I'm like, this is disgusting. Does your little girl like wings? Uh, not yet. Not yet. Not yet. She hasn't gotten into them. Um, when you eat a wing, do you clean the bone? Like, what is, how do you do that? I do, I do. So that's, that's a great question. My favorite ones, I have a strong opinion about this, I like the paddles, right? The, the, the double bones. Not I call them the, flats. The flats, there you go, the flats. The paddles, Paddle that's flats. another good term. Um, but not the actual drumstick itself. Um, it, it, that's all right, but I prefer um, all the flats. So I, I like to get that. Um, I With my teeth, bite the two bones apart to yeah. pull it. And you can pull out the smaller bone, pull that right out. Uh -huh. And I put the rest of my mouth like Fred, Flint, Fred, Fred Flintstone style, you know, like you know, like a turkey leg pulling it out. Yeah. And just pull all the meat off it uh, like that. That's good. That that tells me you are, you're a wing person. I, I have a process. Um, people get mad at me because like I just kind of eat the easy part and then I'm like, I'm done. Yeah, no, people tell me like, I, I love how you eat everything off of there. Like, 
Yeah, like, like you live through a depression. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> like, like, yeah. That's like my mom. She's like, oh, Mary, you don't eat, eat the wings. You leave it so much meat. And she'll take it and yeah, finish yeah. it. And you're like, ooh, mom. That's so funny. My, my friend, um, his grandma's from Germany. Like, she's like, complete all the bone. They'll, they'll tear it apart. And you suck out the bone marrow because, you know. They Boil them, make some broth. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's, I, 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 I do love people who don't waste things. Yeah. Uh, I yeah. often find, actually, this is actually something I've thought about lately. People who don't waste food, they don't waste anything. They don't waste time. They don't waste friendship. They don't waste good ideas. You know, they're, they're always trying to suck the meat off the bone uh, of a good idea, of uh, a good friendship, you know, like it's, it's I think it um, can transfer to other areas of your life. I never thought about that before, you know, I, I guess I am trying to try to try to maximize things, but then again, I'm also like, I'm not like to my kids, you have to finish your plate. There's right. kids in Africa, they don't have food. I'm like, ah, oh, whatever, throw it away, it's all right. <laughs> I'm okay with that. Um, any other, um, any other great stories? Uh, any Nick's greatest moments? What's what's been your like greatest moment? Or man, I really won. Uh, I mean, this is very vague. So honestly, the best thing is like I really won. Uh, would definitely have to be with my wife. You that, really did. I really did. You She's know, way too good for you. People say like, "Congratulations, Nick, you married up." I'm like, <laughs> "I really did. I really did." My sugar mama. <laughs> You're <laughs> Just right. Just nobody tell her that. Yeah, she is a catch. <laughs> she is. She is. She's right over there. She is. So you are lucky. I, that's so nice to hear. I hope somebody will say that about me someday. <laughs> anyway. Um, Nick, it's been great to have you on this podcast. Thank you for organizing this event. It's like the funnest thing we do all year as a team. That's like an unofficial team activity. Yeah. Uh, people don't really like to hang out with their work friends, but like we do. Yeah, heck yeah, we have a good time. Yeah, this is like the best event ever. So yeah. thanks for being here. We'll talk to you soon, and we'll be right back with another guest on Wings with Friends. Thanks for having me. And we're back with another guest. This is like the funnest time doing round robin interviews with all my friends. Uh, I was going to say all my work friends, but Deanna, you don't work with us anymore. No, I don't. Unfortunately, but also I'm excited. Fortunately, but fortunately, yes, Deanna got exactly. a better gig. Um, we're here with Deanna Thompson. Um, I almost said your old name, but you I got know. a new name. <laughs> you got married last year. Almost a year ago. Whoa. Who'd you marry? Curtis Thompson, the best. We're looking at him down the table. He's a handsome man. He's very handsome. Um, don't hurt me for saying that. No, like, no. He is. He's, uh, he's got some nice arms. He does. He's got a nice face. And I shouldn't talk about your husband this much. No, that's okay. Uh, it's true. It's he, true. He's a good-looking guy. But you're yeah. a good-looking girl, too. Thank you. So. I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> um, Deanna, do you like wings? Do you eat wings? I do. I love wings. They're awesome. My favorite is honey barbecue. Okay, so you're kind of a little traditional, but not super traditional. Yep. Do you um, do you do bone-in or bone-out? Um... You know, for a while I was really into boneless, but now I'm more into bone-in. Why? Why'd you make that change? Um, I don't know. I think I like eating them in my hands, which sounds weird, um, with my hands. <laughs> kind of primal. And, yeah, and I think it's a little more protein with the bone-in. Oh, yeah. And then not with the breaded, you know, yes. a lot of boneless or breaded. And you guys are very health conscious. Yes, we try. What do you guys... Um, you guys, uh, so you guys focus on protein. I know you guys work out. I think a couple of works out together stays together. Yes. You guys work yeah. out a lot. Curtis is really good about helping me with that because I didn't really 
know much about weightlifting until we started dating, and that's where I've really seen the most benefits. Yeah. And it's probably just, like, time you get to spend together, too. Yep. That's so nice. You guys are cute. You're, like, hashtag relationship goals. Thank you. So now you do bone-in wings, and you do the honey barbecue. Yes. Um, Do you do a ranch or blue cheese or anything on that? I love ranch. Too much, probably. But, yeah, ranch is my favorite. Yeah. Do you do the veggies? I do, yes. Yeah. So it's the whole the whole experience. Absolutely. You're originally, tell us where you're from. I'm from Michigan. Lots of pride there. Yeah. Yes. Uh, what's the team there? What's the... Well, I went to Michigan State, so I'm a big Michigan State Spartan fan. Obviously, there's Michigan Wolverines, which are a great team, but I'm a huge Michigan State Spartan fan as well as anything Detroit. Nice. Yep. Have you ever... Um, so how often do you go back to Michigan? I try and go back a couple times a year. Do you ever go to the games? I Well, I haven't in a while, but Michigan State is actually going to play Arizona State this year, so we're going to go in a couple weeks. Is your husband a Michigan State fan? He, no, not really. He, I mean, he says he kind of is. He's from Ohio, though, so he's more of an Ohio State fan. You guys are a lot like uh, some other people we know, right? Yes, we Michigan are. wife, Ohio husband. Yep. I might have them on the podcast right next after this. <laughs> you should, for sure. Is that a house divided, they say? That's dumb. but Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, Curtis, is, I'm, a, I'm a bigger sports fan in the relationship, so oh. yes and no. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you and Curtis eat wings together ever? Like, do you ever go out for wings? You, you know, keep like, looking at it. I know. I keep, <laughs> like, keep your milk towards the mic. Just kidding. No, um, no not really. Um, he took me to Olive and Ivy to celebrate my new gig last Aww. week. And I had some chicken and he had some filet mignon. Um, but no, if we go out, it's typically not for wings. It's more, we, we like like Orange Sky or Like high-end shit. Yeah, high-end shit. Because <laughs> we don't go out that much. So when we do, we like to go. Fogo's my favorite. Yeah, and we love, like, protein. Yeah, it's perfect. You get a lot of filet for, like, 50 bucks. Their their salad bar is really good. I know you're not supposed to eat it, but, well, it's so good. No, the salad bar is really good, absolutely. Salami. Those little muffins. Yep. Dang. I want to go to Fogo. I know, me too. I don't, they have wings, too, though. Don't they have a little chicken on the skewer? You're right, they do. So that could count. Yeah. Um, what else? What's your best story? What was, like, the f- funnest, funniest, most interesting, or, and it doesn't have to be related to anything. Tell us a good story about something that's happened to you, or you were a part of, or maybe you said the right thing at the right moment. I know, I'm putting you on the spot. Yeah. Well, I guess part of it is getting reunited back with Curtis, because when him and I first met, we went on a date, about two dates, really, and then we stopped talking to each other mutually. And then a couple years later, he reached back out to me, and we went on a date, and we've been together ever since. Okay, I love this. I love this. Wait, how did you guys meet the first time? We met on Mill Avenue. Oh, so like the Kyle, you were partying, you're hanging out. Like, did he yeah. just come up to be like, "Hey, girl"? Kind of, yeah. He actually had broken my foot about a month or before <laughs> I met him. Were you wearing a sexy boot? Yeah, I was wearing a walking <laughs> boot. I was probably sweating because walking boot in like June in Phoenix. And you still had a guy come up to you. Yes. I could be dressed in my best dress, and nobody will open a door for me, Deanna. (laughs) This bitch is in a walking boot on mill. But, you know, you're a six-foot-tall blonde, so I think that's... I I do kind of stand out. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's so great. So then you went on a couple dates, and then after how long did he contact you again? About two years. (gasps) 
Whoa, he's lucky that you weren't taken. It's true. I was kind of seeing someone else, but nothing serious. So then I was like, okay, I'll go on a date with him. He was nice. He's cute. Curtis is like a really romantic person who plans like amazing dates. Yeah. And I remember your engagement story. Like, what did he do to kind of get you? What did you do on that reunion date? Um, you know, we actually just went to, I think it's, it was that Mexican restaurant in Tempe Marketplace. Oh. I don't know if it was San Felipe's. Yeah, like a cantina? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we just met there. We ate. We got some Cold Stone after, and then we watched a movie, and then that was it. Oh, and you were like, I like him. Yes, and then we ended up pretty much hanging out every day. Um, and then that was that. I like that. Let me ask you this, because I'm, I'm curious about this. When you decide, like, okay, I'm going to start seeing him, I like him, did you kind of stop hanging out with your friends, or did you have to kind of go like, okay, I want to hang out with Curtis? Was that weird? Um, let me see. Well, I think, I mean, if hopefully in most... In a lot of relationships, right, he became my best friend. So, and I I have a lot of great friends here, but a lot of my best friends are not in Arizona. Okay, Um, okay. So that part wasn't as, and plus I was just so busy at the time with teaching and coaching that I wasn't able to spend a lot of time with my friends here anyways. Yeah, so it's perfect. It's like you made a new friend. Exactly. I like that. And I'm asking selfishly because sometimes, you know, I always complain about not having a boyfriend. But if I got one, I'd be like, wait, my friends. Mm -hmm. But my friends want me to have somebody. And I've been, you know, I'm 40 and still don't have a boyfriend. So it's kind of like, go hang out with a guy, Mary. Yeah. Um, You just sparked something that made me think about it. So you were a teacher originally. Yes. And then what did you coach? I coached volleyball, I did some basketball, soccer. It's a little bit of everything. And you know what? I just remembered this, too. You do a lot of philanthropy. And I don't even know if that's the right word because you, you go to other countries and build shit. Yes. Tell I me have. about, like, the coolest, furthest, or is, most interesting place that you've gone to and what did you do there? Um, well, I've built houses in Costa Rica, Zambia, Vietnam, and Thailand. Wow. And... I mean, Costa Rica was awesome, but it was a little bit where we where we built the house was a little bit more secluded. So as far as like having building relationships with the local people, we weren't able to as much. Vietnam was really cool because I was able to recruit enough people where we where we actually had two teams go and build two different houses. And um, have you ever heard of Bain Consulting Company? It sounds familiar. Yeah, it's it's like one of the top consulting companies in the world. And so they actually, part of their signing bonus is you can go on these habitat trips. What? So there was a group of people who were, who had signed on to work there, like very accomplished. Like they went to Wharton and Harvard and all these, you know, Ivy League schools for their MBAs. They signed on to the Bain and then they got to come on the habitat trip. And so from there, I was able to build some really great relationships with not only them, but also, you know, we built great relationships with the local community in Vietnam. Wow, that is amazing. Yeah, it was awesome. Gosh, I haven't done shit. Yes, you have. <laughs> <laughs> no, that is really cool. How, I mean, do you get, do you shower? Like, what's that like living in that environment for how long were these trips? Yeah, Vietnam was about two weeks. Um, we did, because we, we stayed at a hotel. My oh, okay. first trip to Zambia and Africa 
he stayed in one of the Habitat houses, and it's very, I mean, you know, you had to travel about two and a half hours, you were not staying in a hotel. And we had to get solar shower bags. Wow. And then the local people built almost like a little shower slash toilets out of, like, sticks. Wow. And so you had to, while you were building, you had to leave the solar shower bag in the sun so it would heat up a little bit. And then you would have to put the bag at the top of the little wooden hut to shower and kind of, and I would have to get almost a chair because of, I'm tall. Uh-huh. And just kind of, like, lean over and try and, like, scrub your hair and stuff and shower. So that was cool. Yeah, that is cool. You kind of have to be low maintenance, right? Yeah. It's not like, oh, I can't do my hair today or whatever. Exactly. There is something very, very fascinating to me about that. Like, I would love to, to, to do that if forced. It was, um, it was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So cool. Oh, my gosh. I've just in these, like, 30 minutes have heard some amazing stories from different people. And um, have you used those skills and experiences, like building ha- homes for Habitat for Humanity, like in your business sense or, you know, in, in other parts of your life? Has it has it benefited you? I mean, yeah, I think so. I think anytime you get back, you feel better. So then you feel better. You make typically make the people around you feel better. And I think just building relationships is part of life. It doesn't matter if it's business, personal, I mean, building relationships is huge nowadays. Yeah, awesome. Deanna, it's been so good to have you on my podcast. Thank you so much. Honey barbecue. Yes. Um, and so much more. It just, you see, it just starts with wings, and it really goes from there, and you find out amazing things about people. Thank you, Mary. Appreciate you having me on. Love it. Bye-bye. We are back with Wings with Friends, and I have, you guessed it, another guest. Um, we are joined by the very lovely Jess Freilich. Hello. Do you go by Jessica or Jess? I prefer Jessica. I have been called Jess and Jesse too many times, and Jess, depending on who it is, like you, totally cool, call me Jess. People I don't know that call me Jess or Jesse, I want to strangle. Oh, yes. oh, good to I know. I get angry, but you're good. You know why I call you Jess? Because your husband, who I work with, calls you Jess. That's fair. <laughs> but I love you, so it's okay. Oh, so you're, you're I love good you for too. Jess. Um, and you know what? We're going to talk about this too. You are the owner and proprietor of Jessica Freilich Photography. Yes, ma'am. The premier photography <laughs> for. Well, you tell me, like, what? What? What do you do? What kind of photography? So, besides wedding, pretty much everything. I love family. I love kid photography. I love engagement and couples. It just I haven't gotten to weddings yet. Okay. Portrait for comedians. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> so that was really a fun experience. Jessica did my headshots. We got up at like, well, not together. The but Greg and I. Yeah, 6 a.m. Yeah. downtown Gilbert. We took some fun shots. We did. And I cannot wait to do it again because you're like my favorite person to work with. Oh, so. that's nice. <laughs> I want to do one with a pink dress. I'm in. Um, you know what I loved about it too was... Um, I was like, oh, I don't like this. I want this. And you're like, yeah, let's do it. And then I was like, hey, what about this? And one of those has been my favorite one is the one in front of Barrio, Ooh, one? Barrio I Queen. I love that picture. Yeah. It is, it's It's. a merry photo, but it's the cutest thing ever. I just love it. Thanks. So I definitely recommend reaching out to Jessica Fraley Photography. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> I love anybody that I can say like, okay, this isn't what you do, but can you do this? Mm-hmm. And you'd never done a comedian headshot portrait, but right. you did. Yeah, and I loved it. It was, for real, one of my favorite things that I've done to date. I loved it. Um, you know what I love? I just punched the microphone. Sorry. Can you respect <laughs> the equipment, please? Uh, you know what I love is the, um, 
Daisy. Daisy McKenzie. Is, is she a McKenzie or a burner? I don't know. I but just thought she was adorable. Alex's baby is so cute. The lemon thing was so sweet. Yes. Was that on purpose? Because it made her emote. It made her make a face. So we were talking about doing just put a baby in a bucket because it's funny. Whatever you put in with her, it's good. And we were talking about doing flowers, and I said, well, what about we do some kind of fruit? What about lemons? And Alex was like, that's super cute. Let's do it. Um, and then we cut up, like, 17 lemons and put a baby in a bucket with water and lemons, and she ate them, and it was as magical as you would yeah, imagine. Yeah, because she pursed her little <laughs> lips. Oh, so cute. And she made, like, the black face yeah. a lot, and it was the cutest thing ever. So, yeah. I love that. I think this is, you know, we're in a time where it's like, just try it. Mm-hmm. We can do it. Yeah. We're put a, a baby in a bucket. I'm, just as long as they can breathe. <laughs> we that kept her afloat. It's too fine. dark, Mary. Yeah, too dark. That's good. <laughs> so let's talk about some wings because I know you're a big wing fan. I, I think am. I knew you were a wing fan because I work with your husband and and he he he's always told me how you love sports and you're you're kind of like you're you're fun wife. You know you're. Right. You, you yeah. Do you or is it just natural? I am a really girly girl, but half of my personality is also like a dude so I'm like I'm a good balance so it, it works out <laughs> okay so for wings what is your I call it a wing constitution mm-hmm. like how do you like your wings what did you have today so today I had boneless wings and that is my go-to boneless but boneless wings but I get them naked of course yeah it's the best way to go and then I get different sides because I like to dip and try different things and so it's spicy garlic and some hot barbecue Ooh, I like it. So you so you get a variety of sides so that you can try different things. I do. That is smart because there's some wing places they don't let you separate your order. No. You get native. You can get one wing in a flavor, but they charge like a dollar fifty. They do. Yeah. And it's not okay. <laughs> it's not okay. So are you a you're a boneless person, I am. not a bone in. Okay. And then I don't discriminate though. I mean if if we're in a place and there's no boneless, I'm good with bone in. Okay. Yeah. yeah, no, that's good. Do you eat them with a fork? No. Dip them. You, you have to dip them. Yeah. I think the last fantasy football draft I was here with you, or the one before, you had the strawberry hot. Or I stra- did, and that was delicious. Yeah. I did a strawberry hot episode recently with someone, so yeah, it was kind of like honey hot sexy sister. I like it. <laughs> I forgot about the strawberry hot. Those were good. They need to bring those back. Yeah. Um, do you do the veggies when you do uh, your wings? If I'm, like, trying to, like be appropriate and look like I'm trying to be healthy with my wings, I will, but I mean, I had a couple of carrots today, but that was mostly for show. <laughs> <laughs> it was just for show, everybody. Yeah, I saw people looking at me and judging, and I was like, eh, I have fried pickles, and I have a whole basket of wings. I Nobody's have a carrot. judging you. They were. Who? I saw it. Tracy. It was Tracy, <laughs> I know it. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Um, you're a big sports fan. Total. So I think wings and sports go together really well. And you are the other couple here where you're from Michigan. Yes. Your husband's from Ohio. Yes. The state What's that down like? south. It's like we don't speak about it in our house if I can help it. <laughs> <laughs> are wings a part of your, like, watching sports? They are. We will do probably at least once a month do, like, a good, like, order in-house from B-Dubs usually. Um, Is B-Dubs your go-to wing place? Pretty much. Yeah. They are. There's also a place locally called Long Wong's. Have you heard of it? Yes, and you know what? I've never had their wings, but people always tell me Long Wong wings are really good. We've had it one time, and that was probably two years ago, and I still talk about it. Like, what made them so good? 
So they were bone in, and I actually was okay with that. But they, it's like they're crispy, and they have really, really good sauces, like a huge variety. Mm. And I was okay with them being tossed. So mm, like tossed in sauce. <laughs> I didn't go dip that time. So. Oh, when you eat bone in wings, do you like the flats or the drummies? Oh, I have to go flat. Yeah, I do too. It's the best. The, the drum ones, they get like the weird, like fatty parts. And, like, yeah, the tendon or whatever. I yeah. yeah, I can't do it. I'm the same way. I think that's it's becoming almost unanimous that people like the flats. And I feel like there's always more drums. And I'm like, why do you do this? Nobody wants them. Right. Some places won't split it or they won't give you all one. I had a lot of drums in my order. I had salt and vinegar today. Well, not the salt and vinegar, but to the drums. The drums, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I ate them really fast because I wanted to be done with them. Like, I just I was it. like, I'm going to F up these wings and then I'm going <laughs> to podcast about it. <laughs> Um, very cool. So you, um, so you're a photographer. I am. And you're a businesswoman. I like try. You're a professional person. I try. And you're the mother of twin boys. Who are insane. I call them my human Sour Patch Kids is what they are. Why? Because they are legit. Like, you're like, what's wrong with you one second and two seconds? They're like, oh, you give me a kiss on the cheek and telling you, mama, I love you. And it's the cutest thing ever. But... And then two seconds later, they're, like, throwing the dog off the couch. Oh, my so it's just, like, it's, they're back and forth. Oh. <laughs> you know, I think it's funny, and I've, I've, I've met your kids, and I was lucky enough to go to your, what, first birthday party where we had Chipotle, and that was really good. Um, and I got to break the news on Facebook that of your birth, of their birth. You or did? Not on Facebook, um, to the team. So I was like, Jeff, let me be the one to send the email to the team. It was like a power move on my part. I like, like, it. like the Freilix told me, and I'm gonna send this. Um, I shouldn't say that out loud, huh? No, but, I, but I like it. I like it. it is a power move. It's like you know, right? Um, but I, but I do watch your kids on Facebook, and that's how I kind of keep track of them, not in a weird way. But one of them looks like you, and one looks like Jeff. Yes, and they are the untwinsiest twins you've ever seen. Really? Like, they don't look like brothers, let alone twins. So. <laughs> and I was so nervous when we found out with twins. I mean, how am I going to tell them apart? Like, I had this moment, and like, am I going to put a bracelet on them? Am I going like, to write their name on the bottom of their foot? And then they came out, and I was like, oh, cool. You look nothing. <laughs> One's blonde. Blue and eyes. W- blonde and blue eyes. And the other one looks like Jeff. He's got, like, yeah. dark hair, a little more olive. Yeah. Dark That's eyes, so dark funny. skin. Yeah, they, they don't look like both. Do you have a favorite? <laughs> I love them both equally. Some days I like one more than the other. Yeah. But I love them the same all the time. <laughs> Do they have a favorite parent? It depends on their mood. So if they want something, it's usually mama. I, I need you to do whatever. Um... It's usually mom, actually. I take that back. I don't know. Oh, nice. <laughs> I wonder what Jeff would say. <laughs> it depends on the moment. but. Um, so you're from Michigan. I already said that. Do you go back often? Not enough. So we usually, like, every second year we go back um, either to Ohio, where he's from, or Christmas, like, to Michigan for me. But during the summers, we don't get back much anymore. It's too expensive at the family of four. It's like we yeah. can. Yeah. yeah. I miss it. Um... What do you miss? I'm one of the weird ones who I moved to Arizona and I absolutely despise the heat. So it's a logical move. Yeah. Um, it's not so much. Every year I'm like, we got to do this shit again. Yeah, it's horrible. It's horrible. But I miss the snow and the cold, and I really, and my family, my whole family is back there. So yeah, that's sweet. Golden family, top two. Yeah. yeah. 
Do you think you'll go back ever? Or like I'm moving? trying to convince him. Um, I think eventually we can maybe maybe get back to Ohio. Yeah. But I'm like, even that's like at the most a six-hour drive into where my family lives. So yeah. Yeah, that's really nice. Hmm. I like it. So we talked about some wings. We got a little bit of background. What have I missed? What have I missed? Look at this guy. What is he doing? Fancy patterns. He's got he's got a rainbow shirt. And I, he's looking at me. Never mind. I shouldn't Abort. make. Abort. Yeah. <laughs> a cat a cat shirt. It looks pretty fun. It does. Um, you never know who you're gonna meet at but B dubs. You do not. Didn't expect this guy. No, I I don't wanna smell him. I would agree. And I think it's a little bit too close for my life. Yeah, right it's now. gonna get I'm like, uh oh. Is it are things gonna waft? I, I think they may. You never know what's gonna just, happen. Just still hanging out. Hanging out right here. Um yeah, it's totally weird. <laughs> Um, what else do I, what else should anybody know about you? Like, um, other things to know, I make my cake. <gasps> That's, you're so flippin' talented. <laughs> like, I can do, like, one thing, and you do, like, you a do million things. Cakes. Tell us about these cakes. Um, I love to eat cake, and that's <laughs> how it started. Um, I, I... Making custom cakes, so characters or weddings or are they at a fondant or like I prefer that. Yeah, I'll do why? buttercream. Um, because I, you know the baking part is fun, but it's not why I got into it. I really I was almost an art major oh. in college, and so I love being able to get in there and do like edible art. Yeah, you. So that stuff is that medium is more like pliable, like yes. you can actually. So tell what's been your favorite cakes. So for the boys' third birthday not too long ago, they have been super into Minions, and so I've been dying to make a Minions cake for a while, too. So we did a Stewart cake um, for their third birthday, so that one was super fun. I had the uh, Mickey Mouse cake at the first birthday party. That was good. And then you had, like, two or three different kinds of cake within the cake. Because, yeah, I'm obnoxious, and I want to stick before in the morning, because that's what I do. <laughs> yeah, so you're kind of a perfectionist. A little bit. I like that. Yeah, no, I think it's beautiful. Um, I don't. Have you made the unicorn cake yet? The little tired, fat unicorn. I am dying to make this. So I've done a couple sculpted unicorns, and they're super fun. Like that's my probably my second favorite cake I've ever made. Yeah. Um, but there's the one where there's like a little like unicorn figure who is like belly is super full yeah. because she ate part of the cake, and I want to make one of those really bad. Yeah, <laughs> I should have done that for my birthday. I like forgot. We can do a do-over. Yeah. So, are you saying like? That's a dumb thing to say. Are you saying no? Um, I could essentially have you make a cake, and then like I could do a photo shoot of like me doing a first birthday smash cake. Even so though I'm 40. Can I tell you one thing I've been dying to do? What combo is between like a photo shoot where you do like the cake smash thing, but like for an adult because yeah. that's been like a trend lately and they're super cute. With like a chalkboard, it's like Mary's 40. Right. She loves pizza. She likes comedy. <laughs> She's still single. But the fun part is we can drink some wine beforehand. Yeah, I like this idea. And I picture like like pink, like a tutu and like champagne and maybe like pink balloons or champagne balloons. You had me at 
the beginning. <laughs> I want to wear like um, a bunch of pearls and like be overdone. Do you do hair and makeup? I can. <laughs> I have in the past. I know. Add one more thing to the list. <laughs> one of the reasons why I was so excited that we did a photo shoot was because I have always seen your photos like on Christmas cards, uh, your maternity shoot. I've always been so impressed. Like that maternity shoot, you look like a mermaid. You had two little kids in you. I mean, two babies, <laughs> not two kids. But you, you were, you were doubly pregnant, and it was gorgeous, and it was styled so nicely. So you really, where do you get your ideas from? So part of it from a brain, part of it from Pinterest, and just like googling things. And I don't know. I just, I have a creative side of my head that kind of takes over a lot of time. So that's where a lot of it comes from. I have, um, like, I'm very frustrated because, like, I have ideas, but I can't execute them. You know, like, I don't know, like, hair. You know, I want to do all this stuff, but I don't know how to do it. And I buy everything. I bought that curling iron that curls, like, has a rotator. And that I bought, thing is so full of crap. I mean, it works, but then, well, I mean, look at my hair. It fell. But I, and, and the truth is, if you're skilled, you don't need anything fancy. You need the basics, and you know, need to know how to use bobby pins. <laughs> so I'm very jealous of that. So I like this. We can collab in the future. Yeah, I like that. Uh, what else are you good at that I don't know about? Drinking. Drinking? <laughs> okay, I want to encroach. Encroach? Is that a word? I want to I broach. I want to talk about this. Um, is it safe to say that you, I'll say and Jeff, you guys are like kind of reformed party people or now you're just subtle part? I mean, because you guys used to party, right? We did. Um, and, and it'll come out sometimes, um, just depending on the environment. Yeah. Like tonight, Jeff's sister is watching the babies, who are not babies. You're going to get crazy. Babies. Um, I'm on my third um, Apple Jack Cider, so they're calling it. Apple Jack Cider. What's in that? Um, Angry Orchard. Apple, Pucker, and Jack Daniels. Dang. It's like all alcohol. So I was sold. <laughs> so it's like mom and dad's night out. It is. Until 7 o'clock hits tomorrow, you're like, oh, what did I do? It's the worst. But you got to take it when you can get it. We do. Okay. So, yeah, you guys, uh, from, Jeff doesn't tell me too much, and, and I used to work with them before, I feel like it's when, but you guys used to go to, go to you guys go like Vegas. Yeah. You guys were big Scottsdale people back in your youth. Yeah, so douchey, but it's, <laughs> it's fine, I own it. <laughs> no, it's good. I've only, you know, I never hung out there too much. I always felt weird, but you guys probably fit in all good because you're tan and tone, and you guys are very health conscious people. Try to be. Other than that, Applejack cider than and all the cake. Me in the face, yeah, and the cake. <laughs> so what? It, and my know, wings. Right, but so I guess it's just like in moderation. I bet you don't do this every night. I don't. I, w I would if I could. I would love to. <laughs> it's probably a good thing I don't. <laughs> I like that though. I sometimes I watch for parents now. Like um, I can't remember where I was, but you saw this couple and they were like, they were hot. This hot couple, but they oh, is it sweet tomatoes, <laughs> right? <laughs> and uh, and they had like four kids, four kids at various ages. Maybe the oldest one's ten. And the kids were so attractive. They looked like the perfect mix of their two parents. And I said to the, my friend I was eating with, like, you know that couple used to party hard. <laughs> they were those hot people out there partying. That's and now they got the kids. Now they got these kids. <laughs> now they're just like the cute parents. And now they get out when they can. That's, oh, that's, I don't envy that. Just kidding. <laughs> no, it's not 
nice. That's really nice. And now our date night is Buffalo Wild Wing football drop. It's cool. This has been um, the coolest event that our team does. It's an unofficial event, and um, you know people don't like to hang out with people they work with, but it's nice that we do. It's nice to to do it when um, you don't. Wait, what was I saying? It's nice to do it when. It's nice to hang out and then not have to talk about work. Yeah. We're so busy these days, it's like, you can't even have any personal conversations anymore. Well, somebody was telling him, too, I'm like, I wish that I got to work with people like your guys' group because you're so much fun, and I'm like, I actually would want to go out with Yeah, yeah, after, yeah, after I'm really lucky. Well, Jess, Jessica. Um, you're Jess, it's okay. You're Jess. <laughs> it's never Jessie. It's <laughs> the Jesse Spano. I'm so That's excited. my nickname, actually. Sometimes oh, don't say it. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Can't help it. Um, it's been so great to have you Thank on you. my podcast. Thank you so much. A wing lover, a sports lover, an all-around talented woman, Jessica Fralick from Jessica Fralick Photography. <laughs> Thanks for being here. Thank you. All right, we're back with Wings with Friends, and I've got another guest. I'm so excited. <laughs> this has been so much fun because I'm learning so much about my friends and co-workers and I didn't know how freaking interesting you guys are. Well, I, I haven't said anything yet, so no. I think it's a, <laughs> might be the previous people. Um, well, I'm joined here by Jeff Freilich, uh, all-around nice guy and yeah. friend to many. Hello, Great. Jeff. Hi. I'm Mary. Thanks for having me. It's about time. I waited this whole time. Am I time. putting the cherry on the Sunday or what? Is there somebody I, else coming after me or am I the last Cherry one? on the Sunday. Yes, you are. You are. Uh, That's what I'm gonna, talking about. You're going to finish this off. <laughs> <laughs> so you just completed the 2018-19 uh, fantasy football draft. I did, yeah. How did you do? <laughs> I got the worst grade out of all 10 participants. So they, so Yahoo like generates a little a letter grade for you. Uh, and I got a C-, minus, which was the worst out of that. <laughs> It's gonna be a good year. It is. I, Who I got the best grade? Nick. Nick got an A minus. Yeah, and then everybody else was kind of in between me and I. So I don't. I don't know what to think about that. Well, as we know, anything can happen in the fantasy football draft. Yes, absolutely. It, it will likely be somebody that has no idea what they were doing. Stay in the mic, okay? Sorry. I don't was be looking over there. Around. My my equipment's not that high tech, Jeff. <laughs> um, who was your best pick? Like, what was the best thing you got out of the Aaron draft? Aaron Rodgers. Oh. Aaron Rodgers. He's still dating sure. Olivia Munn. He's not. He is now dating uh, Danica Patrick. <gasps> I think it's interesting when like sporty people date each other. Right. I'm more comfortable when athletes date like models and actresses. Really? That's kind a, of. Yeah, I guess it's. Yeah, I don't know. I always wonder about like, especially whether it was Olivia Munn or Danica Patrick. Like, what do they talk about? Like when you're that famous and wealthy and powerful. I don't think they talk, Jeff. Right. Like, they just right. stare at each other. Right. They just stare at each other. <laughs> and, then, just... and then cheat on each other. Never stop cheating on each other. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, I love that you knew that, though. I love that yeah. uh, you're kind of both sides of the coin. You, you're into sports, but then you're kind of into pop culture a little bit. I don't know if that's fair to say, but you, yeah, you know no. what's going on. Yeah, I, I kind of I try and keep a pulse on that stuff. I think it started like... Uh, in high school and college with the uh, the MTV reality shows, yeah. you know, like the, the road rules and the real world, uh, and, and like religiously watched all of the, and then in college it became like a thing, like you'd do like, you know, Thursday night was the new real world, so everybody would get together and Remember pregame and watch that. the first time on real world or road rules that somebody hooked up, and it was like at the end of the season, and we yes. went, what? They're together, Kit yeah. and Mark are hooking up, and we were 
was just it blew our from mind. road rules. Yes. Yes, and we were like, what? And now that happens on the first episode. Exactly. I was like, now they all they ruin all the dynamics and relationships in the house on the first episode. You know, they need to get back to that because I, you know, the whole original real world thing about like, let's take seven strangers, let's put them in a loft, right. and see what happens. People stop getting next. You know exactly. Well, it's it's too watered down now. You yeah. know, what I mean, there's been too many of them. There's archetypes. And, yeah, and people like cast to get on the show and, and make a name for themselves. You know, or those. You feel like those early seasons of those things, people had no clue what was going on. I feel like they have a really low turnaround of because everyone's trying to be an actor or whatever. Right. And they have a low success rate. But a few people have, like Jamie Chung, yeah. she's a big yep. deal. And the other blonde lady married the guy from Party of Five, Kelly something. She was just a plain oh, yeah. white girl. Um, there was another girl, Jacinda. Do you remember her? Oh, she's a big deal. Yeah, she's in a bunch. She's been in a bunch of movies now too. Um, Jamie yeah. Chung's a good one because she was in the, the Hangover, right? The yeah. Second Hangover. Jacinda Barrett. But yep. you know what? Here's the thing: the ones that made it, you knew they were stars. Right. They didn't have to try. They were yeah. like on the Jacinda. show. Like, oh, it's the Buffalo Stampede again. <laughs> Here it comes. Can I curse? Yeah, okay, sure, sure, sure. I, I've been trying to censor myself and being careful with the words I use. I do a little bit. I try not to go overboard because sometimes people don't like that. It turns but, people off. Yeah, yeah gotta but I got to be me. It's my podcast. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not going to celebrate it, but if I let one slip, it's good to know. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Um, okay, the stampede is over. I wonder what that's going to sound like in what, post-production. I think it's a birthday thing. Okay. Sounds like a lame birthday it's like, thing. Yeah, like the equivalent of like a Texas Roadhouse when they put the hat on you. Happy, happy birthday. Gosh, I love that we just talked about MTV reality no. shows. That's wow. my favorite. We end up, oh, we started talking about pop culture. Instead. Yeah. Yeah, that was how I started. Man. We'll get back to it. Let's talk about some wings for a little bit because you Fair are enough. a wing fan. I am a wing fan, yeah. What kind of wings did you have here today? Uh, here was nothing too exciting. So it was uh, the boneless, which I know a lot of people don't even consider those to be wings. Yeah, what's up with that? I don't know. I didn't want to make a big mess because we had like the giraffe, you know, a lot of crap on the table. Um, but I did the Parmesan garlic and the bourbon honey mustard. How were those? They were really, really good. I didn't I took was, a chance. No was the parm expected. garlic dry, or did it have kind of a buttery overtone? A little buttery. It's very, um, it's got a kind of bites back. It's got an aftertaste to it. Man. So I tried to do a Parmesan garlic episode, uh, and we did a native New Yorker, but it was uh, actually yeah. Asiago parm. Okay. So it was really dry and boring. Yep. Native New Yorker doesn't do great with their sauce, I don't feel like. Like, they don't give you real saucy wings. So Nick had strong feelings about that also. Yeah. Uh, he said he likes the sauces here at B-Dubs, but he likes the wings at Native. Okay. Nick also told me that, like, there's different quality of chicken wings. Yes. Are um, you drum? Do you, you prefer the drumettes? Hey, that's like, my question. Where you do all that? That's, like, a really good, that's my one of my core questions. I like, I call them flats. I like the flats. Yeah, okay. The wings. Yep. What are you? Uh, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll eat them all, but if, it, if I'm feeling in the mood, I'll do the, I'll, I'll order all drums. I guess that's really so common. You're a drummy? Drummy, yeah. Um, so, like, if you were at a party and there's a big plate of wings, which one would you pick? I'm just picking whatever. I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to oh. be the guy that's like, so you don't really care. Wings, yeah. <laughs> you lean towards drummy, lean but you'll eat drummy, whatever. But I'll eat whatever, yeah. Do but you? I like a good, uh, I like a good dirty bar wing, like uh, like we used to go to the Vine in Tempe. The Vine. Those places. 
or uh, what's it? But what do you mean? Oh, like a dirty bar like slash a wing. Hole in the ball, hole in the wall bar that has a wing night. You know what I mean? Like I always find that those are the best wings. They're just frying them up, tossing them in the sauce, and getting them out. Yeah, and you know you're gonna feel like shit. Like you know what I mean? <laughs> at some point later that night or the next morning, but it's so good at the time. I yeah. think the vines wings are the ones that made me go. All you gotta do is fry these and toss them in a sauce, and yep. they're good. Yep. You don't need to get crazy. Yeah, that's 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 a very good point. I think that's why I appreciate it because you know it's like they're just pumping them out in huge vats back yeah. there. And as long yeah. as they cook them all the way through. As long, yeah. um, as long as someone gets sick. Yeah. So, okay, so you're neutral but towards the drum. Do you do a sauce? Do you do a blue cheese or ranch? Oh, it's, you know what? I when I was younger, I was a hundred percent ranch, and I'm. As I'm getting older, I'm becoming Team Blue Cheese. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to, I don't know what that is, if it's a, if it's the sophisticated, sour, cheesy taste. Or yeah, <laughs> I, th- I I agree. I start to really like blue cheese as I've gotten older. Um, I've talked about this on other podcasts, actually. Blue cheese, like, and then like liking things like olives and mustards and maybe yeah. more. I'm just growing up. That's I think that's it. You get, you get older, you're a little more bougie. Right? A little bougie. <laughs> <laughs> um, I like that. Okay. What is, like, the best wing that you've ever had or, or the most memorable wing? What's your oh, favorite man. wing? Um, that's a good So we, my, yeah, I know you just talked to Jess right before. Jess and I went to this place in Mesa. It was a total dump. It, and it was, it was a wing place. I can't was remember. Was it Long Wands? Long Wands? Yes, yes. She mentioned Long it. Longs. And they had um, this sauce that had blue cheese. It was buffalo sauce with blue cheese crumbles in it. Oh, yeah. And we went, I, we went, this is probably in like 2013 or 14, and I've like been craving it. We've never gone back. I don't know why we haven't gone back down there because it's in, I mean, it took a while to get there, and it was not a great part of town. But that sauce was phenomenal, like by far the best wing I've ever had. Buffalo blue cheese sauce. Long, long, yeah. I'm glad I need to do an episode that. there, though. I mean, I think we're lucky. We've got a lot of wing places around daylight. us. Do the daylight. <laughs> yeah, I've been by some Long Wongs, and th- yeah, they're usually not in the best neighborhood. But they have like exotic sauces, like, really? like the ones you're, yeah, with like the crumbles in there. What's that the craziest sauce you've ever had? Um, hey, no, that's probably it. Like, I'm not real big on the like. Oh, let's try the one that you're not going to be able to feel your tongue for the next three yeah, hours. Yeah, I don't you know, like none that. Of that nonsense. Um, yeah, probably the one with the with that texture is really good. I like it. Um, do you like dry rubs or do you always go with a wet, wet sauce? Never done dry rub before. Oh. Yeah, I was, I was asking you about that tonight with the, was it the salt and vinegar. Yeah, and I've got a little, uh, uh, what do you call these? The Not a carafe. Is it a ramkin? Ramkin. Yeah. Ramkin. i got a little ramkin of the powder I'm going to take home and put on everything. Is that like chip seasoning? It's probably, a, you want to taste it? Like a, you want to dip your finger in it? <laughs> no, I Just know, do I'll, it. You can lick it. <laughs> it it, it pretty much tastes like chips. Like yeah. yeah. It's, like, it's a little addicting. My lips were burning after I ate my wings. How many did you get? I did the small, which was like nine. Okay. And I, I think I would have liked them to be a little crispier, but they were they were pretty good. I I kind of wasn't believing what Nick said, but I respect his experience. Do you, when you eat wings, are you like, uh, like I'm just going to eat as many wings as I can, or do you like to stay like in the eight to ten range where you feel like... Oh, Jeff, you've got good questions too, no, man. Man, wings are my, that's my shit. They're okay, good. I like it. I'm going to steal these for future episodes. Okay, secretly, I want to have a big plate of wings. Okay. I don't want to have an end, and I want to choose the end, you know? Yeah. But these places, they just want to <laughs> limit me. 
And now they're doing weird shit like nine, a small. Right. What's a small? A snack size. It's a, a snack. Small. Yep. Let's look at this menu. It goes small. It goes snack. Hold on. Uh, <laughs> snack is seven seventy nine. A small is twelve forty nine. Medium is eight twenty nine. Okay. I bet that's got a lot. And a large is twenty two dollars. But they don't tell you how many. No. And, and she so, said it was like nine. So Jess and I eat here a lot because the boys like yeah. this now too. And we always have to ask. Like we do a lot of takeout. Right? Yeah. And we're like, what's what's the snack size? And I can never remember how many come in the sizes. Yeah. What's this racket? I think it's because like nobody does like a 12, 24, because I think they want you to order another. Yeah. Right. Well, and I got beef with buffalo wild wings a little bit too, because it's it's kind of overpriced. I feel like. Okay, this is coming up. This has come up before. I do too. So my problem is, it is a hot. I mean, they're premium wings, right? Because they're charging a premium. Right. And they put them in these little paper containers. Yep. What? You can't do dishes. Like so yeah, like something that I. Can... I like uh, at uh, Native. They use the pizza tray. Yes, they give you. They do. They give you a tin. That gives you freedom. Yep. To like and you throw put, a bone. Yes. Keep. Yeah. You got your like your exactly. You got your slop tray. It's all mixed. It's all in one. You know, it's so. better for the environment too. Okay. Well, these little paper cartons. I mean, yeah, but this it, it's. It, I mean, it's good, but it's not like fourteen dollars for twelve wings. Good. You know? Well, and that's why I come here probably once a year on the fantasy football draft. Oh, this is your one time. This is it. I think so. I mean, I'm going to come here more now that I'm, I'm doing a wing podcast. Uh, yeah. But uh, I also want to explore some different places. Like, I want to go to Long Wong's. ATL Wings, I think, is really good. Are there still vines? The, vine? the vines? There's close. one by work, I think. Okay. It's still there. I, and you know what's funny? We used to go there. It's like my early Arizona days. Mm-hmm. We don't go there anymore. Yeah. I mean, that was, I was like 24. When I was yeah. Like you know, a wing I had that was really interesting, and it reminded me of something Nick said when he was talking about Little Caesars and they would do their butter sauce and then buffalo. Yes. That Blue 32 in Gilbert, I think it's still there. It's almost like they use that like craft Italian dressing yeah. first. Yeah. You've had that? Yeah. So I'm not lying. I'm not making this up. No. And then the buffalo. You know what's, yes. The zestiness to it. What about at, a, at oregano's? Do you, have you ever done like the medium gold? Are you getting in the medium No, gold? tell me about those. So they mix the medium sauce. I don't know if it's the gold sauce or what the other what's one is. What's a gold sauce? Uh, I, I don't I don't know how to explain them, but when they, they mix them together and it's almost like that buffalo, but it gives it like a little bit of a sweet kick. Oh. Like it's, it's good. Yeah, go to oregano's oh, like order a honey the medium hot? gold. Kind of, but it's not really hot. It's more like like honey honey medium. So oh. But it is a good, that's a, that's a good wing sauce. Um, and they do that at Zips, too. Yeah, they have a TC sauce. Yeah. Jen likes that one a lot. Uh, we're going to have to have you back on this podcast as your own episode because you're very passionate <laughs> about wings and all things wings. Yes. Um, Why have we, do you got to come in? We no. have to go? Are we out of time? Okay. I mean, I feel like there's so much to explore here. But um, what are other thoughts on wings that we haven't talked about? Um what was the best thing that ever happened to you over wings? Oh, my gosh. Or, like, a party? That is a question right there. I bet you've been to some good Super Bowl parties. Yeah. Because you guys are popular and good looking. <laughs> well, thanks. <That's laughs> the best thing that ever happened over wings. Man, that is a... So, that's an interesting question because it was... Like, you don't do wings on a date, right? Like, a first date. <laughs> that's there. kind of in like, my constitution, that, yeah, too, right? No, nothing messy. Um, by messy. the way, I had a first date, like, a week ago. I ate some wings. Okay. Even though I always said, don't do it. Because you look. But if he still likes you, right. yeah, you might have well, some. Well, you said things that went pretty well, right? So, 
Let's not talk about that. Okay. It's going good. Okay. It's yeah, going we, okay. We don't wanna, I don't want him to get overconfident. We don't want to bring relationships into the Not wings. mine. Yours are fine, <laughs> not mine. Um, Just in case anybody has crushes out there, I want them to keep thinking there's a chance. The best thing over wing, I, I, I got it. Um, so we used to go to this place growing up in Ohio on Tuesday nights. It was a drive. It was probably like 40 minutes from the town we lived in. It was called Quaker Steak and Lube. Have you ever heard of those before? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And they have, they do all-you-can-eat wings on Tuesday nights. Um, and so in high school, we would go and, and it, it... How much was it for all-you-can-eat? Nine ninety-nine. Yeah, so right, <laughs> you're, you're talking, like, inflation has since yeah. probably ruined this, but still. Um, and it was so much fun. And it started off, it was just like a car full of dudes that would go. And by the time we were seniors in high school, there'd be like four car fulls of people. Oh, my go God. On and we would just sit, you know, we're just dumb high school kids sitting around eating wings, and we'd steal wings. Eventually, we'd we'd bring Ziploc baggies with <laughs> oh, us, and we'd get a tray and put them in, and like shove them in your pocket. You could doing gross high school kid stuff. Um, but yeah, those were fun times. I remember that like, what it started amazing. off at and what it evolved to. All over wings. Right? I love that. It kind of captures. <laughs> I have this image that growing up in a place like Ohio was probably like just so fun. That quintessential growing up and doing fun things and sports. Did you play sports in, in high school? Yeah, we, yep, we were we were athletes. Um, so we, that that's where the Tuesday worked well for us, right? Because a lot of our stuff was on the weekends. But it was it, like it, you know you grew up in, in Southern California, so in Ohio it was like you had to find things to do. You know, yeah. You guys like, oh, let's. Well, the cool kids. Did I didn't? Nobody hung out with me. (laughs) We would always just go to the beach because it was like it's like a park, but like let's just go to the beach. Um, Do do beach hangouts in high school? Do they all evolve into what it looks like on movies and TV? Like you got a fire out by the water and everybody's wearing a sweatshirt and like having summer love and like yeah, like cuddling. Uh, I think for most of them, yes. You know, I think that's the dream of, like, let's have a, there's a bonfire at the beach, yeah. let's go. Um, I didn't do a lot of that because I wasn't super popular, but when I did, and for me, sorry, my eye itches. Uh, um, okay. For me, it was, like, the p- early post-high school years when okay. some of that happened. Okay. But there's a lot of rules on the beaches now. You can't drink there. You can't smoke there. You can't really do anything. What the hell? I mean, what? <laughs> yeah. You just go sit by the fire and talk. Like, what's I don't know what they do now, but like, you know, that sounds really good. Like, like do a bonfire and sit and talk. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's what. Um, I mean, who knows what they're doing? One of the best beach nights I had went down to Ocean Beach, which was my favorite hangout in San Diego. Okay. It's like the best little town. Fourth of July. Uh, okay. And hung out at the beach all day, and then as it got dark, apparently everybody knew this, but me. They brought marshmallows, and they kind of had this marshmallow fight, and you throw yep. them. And, it, you know, they have such good airtime because they're the right weight. Yep. Um, watching fireworks from Mission Bay, from SeaWorld, from Pacific Beach. You know, you could see all the fireworks. Yep. That was one of, like, the best beach nights I've That's had. Not, this was in high school? No, it was in, uh, like, adulthood, you Adult, know, because I was okay. over 21. It was a good time. Good and I always want to get a, a hotel at the Ocean Beach Motel. It's a hotel now. But you've got to call, like, January 1st. You've got to get in quick. And then to get the 4th. And now I think it's, like, you need a three-night, four-night minimum. And it's, like, two, three hundred bucks a night. So it's 
It's gotten so bougie. It used They've to be so affordable. It, yeah. Like, All my yeah. favorite beach hotels and motels, they used to be like $90. Even just five, seven years ago. But now it's like 200, 300. What's that, what's it, is it called gentrification when they try and take something that's like old and classic and make it modern or? I think I, close. I think gentrification is when they take like a struggling neighborhood yeah. and they bring in a bunch of breweries and they coffee try shops. And make it trendy. And up well, the thing is, I think in Southern California, there's some places where they realize like this is prime real estate. Right. We can make a lot more. And the neat thing about Ocean Beach for many years, and I don't know if it's still like this. I, I think they try, but. They didn't let any big commercial businesses in. Okay. A Starbucks came in and nobody goes there because they're like keep OB, right? like mom and pop. Um, so that's why it was so special. But it's but not like that anymore. I haven't been back in a while, but um, you know, with with the OB Motel turning into the Ocean Beach Hotel and charging right. three times more, like no, people are like, there's money here to be had, and sure. we're not going to miss out. I kind of don't blame them. I'd like to go back, but. Sometimes you can never go back. Eventually, right? Those places don't stay sacred like that in this day and age. I used to go. Me and my friend Nicole would go down there, 20, 40 bucks in our pocket, oh. get drunk, yep. make out on the beach with dudes. Oh, those things don't exist anymore. I know. Or we're just old now. Oh. You couldn't do it for 20 or 40 bucks. Anymore. No. Yeah, you could probably still do it, but it's gonna cost. You. Those were the good old days. Those were. I think those were my Circle good old times, days. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Times. I love. Jeff, you're, okay, so there's so many more things I can talk to you about, yeah. but I think I'm gonna let you go because yeah, you and your no, wife have some partying to do. Yeah, well, this was fun. You got a babysitter? I'm, I'm down for what we do, we got a babysitter for your it's twins. Hot. We're gonna get crazy. Go to bed at like 10:30 probably. She <laughs> called your kids Sour Patch Kids. They are 100 percent sweet and sour. Yep, they work. Yeah, like kiss you and pull your hair. Yep, they work in cahoots. One of them is that. Uh, one of them's hugging you, and the other one's stealing money out of your wallet. You guys, you did this to yourselves. <laughs> we did. We did. <laughs> Super cute though. I'm really happy for no, you. Thank you. Thank well, you. thank you for being here. I'm yeah. going to have you back another time. We're yeah, going to go get like some long longs or something. Yes, I'm down. All All right. Right. Thanks, Mary. Thank you so much. Thank you, everybody, for joining me with Wings with Friends, this very special Buffalo Wild Wings fantasy football draft episode. Uh, we talked to, should I just keep talking? Wait, who did we talk to first? We talked to Brett Strong, and then it was Nick White, and then we talked to Jess Fralick. We talked to Deanna Gower. Deanna Gower Thompson and uh, Jessica Fralick and Jeff Fralick. So I'm your host, Mary Upchurch. Thank you so much. We'll see you next time.